everyone, I'm Jace. Welcome to tune in to our next episode of our Freelance Creative Exchange. And today, this is our Christmas episode. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> okay, so today we are having uh, a full team. A, yes, a full team here um, with the steamboat uh, for the for the podcast. Um, but we're just going to have a very casual discussions. Um, I think one. 2018 has been a great year for us, so we just want to um, get the team to actually talk about you know, what happened in 2018, what do you want to do in 2019, and of course, most importantly, is our podcast format and see if um, you know, we have uh, better stuff for you in 2019. Okay, so maybe um, maybe we introduce ourselves like, one round. round. Yeah, just go around the table yourself. and introduce. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I start with me first. Hi, I'm Jace. And then we have... Hi, I'm Raven. Yanling. Melvin. Fanny. Kyle. Right. Great. Okay. Come. Let's eat. Let's eat and talk. So traditional. I think, yeah. I think it's probably the world's first steamboat podcast. I think the highlight for me this year is... Um, you know, at the start of every year... Uh, oh no, actually at the start of... Before every project or... Oh, when we are doing pictures, um, one key thing that I would always tell myself and of course all of us is um, to see whether we can try to do something new, uh, to see whether, as what my ex-boss always tell me, to strive a little bit more towards excellence. So, but this year we really did it, I guess. Um, yeah, there were a few key projects which was uh, conceptualized by the team, just by us. And then we see it coming to life. So, for example, one of the key ones was the, the, the two short films for, from CNB. Which was, of course, the concept was given like by the client, uh, but you know, Carl brushed it out. And then together, we, we brought, of course, we brought together very good team members as well, Rickson and Gang. We really brought it to life, though. I really liked it. Yeah. But what more do you think we can do in terms of helping our client to achieve well, I think objective? I think now the challenge is how do we bring more eyeballs to their product? Mm. The question is always about eyeballs, but I guess sometimes we, we um, because it's moving so fast, right? So I see a lot more different formats now that I wanted to try. So you know, which is trending on social media, I mean, which the Western world has already caught up, but I think in Singapore, we are still a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I guess we have to really try and get out there to be together with the trend. Of mm -hmm. course, trend with the videos or even the way they, they, they write articles, the way they present their content, we, we have to be out there. Yeah. So do you think this is important for a freelancer? It is. I think it is very important for freelancers to uh, work on to contribute more than your area and to really help to uh, achieve your client's KPI. I mean, ultimately the client's KPI is if it's a content for, for people to watch, right? So you, as, no matter who you are la, as a freelancer, if you're on the project, you really have to contribute to see which are the ways that you can help to turn the project into a more uh, attractive one. Mm -hmm. If people don't watch it, ultimately, you know, the KPI is not met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think every freelancer, no matter if you're a designer or, you know, which, um, which part of the project you are in, you can contribute. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's exciting time, la, like even with like, like what Penny said, la, even with <coughs> the clients, right, they are also open to new ideas because like traditional corporate video, they don't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Event mm. videos, they don't work anymore. You you need to think of something more conceptual. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm very excited that, you know, like at this point in time, people are open to new ideas and like mm. they are more experimental then I think it's a very very good sign for the freelancers as well. Yeah, the clients are very bit more receptive this year. At least I feel. Yeah. yeah. But we still have a few <coughs> clients who will always tell us, I don't want my boss like that. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> 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 then we were like, oh my god. 
always say tech and creative are very different people. Are they really very different? Uh, maybe a decades ago it could be different. But right now, I'm trying to prove that this is not true because knowing a tech and yet creative mm. is a hybrid kind of future yeah. talent. Mm. It is a, it's a cross-functional skill. So yeah. if you take yourself to just tech or creative, we will never you know, proceed to the true. future. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it applies even more for like our main mode of business with media. Media is very, very hybrid. Like I think creative and tech is very cross. Mm. It, it applies heavily for media mm. as per se uh, because you know like cameras they have science and technology mm. behind it mm. and as a as a creative person the more you know the better you are mm. yeah. which I think yeah yeah I guess yeah. you're right because I business agree. now function on analytics yeah. science so we just can't go by brute force trying yeah. to do same thing again and again without knowing what's what we are doing we need to measure then we do so it takes a bit of science science and yeah, to totally agree. That's mm. where the whole thing is evolving, right? Because previously, when a creative person creates something, right, be it a film or whatever, mm. they will just be looking at the fact that I think that this is what it should be and that's it, right? But mm. now they are being able to have those feedbacks mm. from the social media, from mm. the yeah. analytics mm. and whatnot, right? That tells them that certain certain directions may not be wrong, yeah. um, may not be right. Sorry, mm. and then they need to you know re-steer the voting. Mm. Exactly, I think like the advancement of technology it levels the playing field. Like it's no longer like an elitist thing. It's more like you know the statistics is there. You look at it and you're like, yeah, this is what the people are. And you, if you can deliver, right, no matter mm. whatever you are at, you can you can be there. Yeah. Oh, I guess what it means that you know, we don't longer want to work in the dark. We want to know what is happening. Yeah. So every mm. step we move is actually calculated. Yeah. Right, in the measure of the risk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think last time in the past, um, creatives were what we call the artists. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you do what you want and everything. But um, uh, one other part of it is that if you're a creative working for a client, you know, or doing it for something, for one goal in mind, then that's, that becomes very different. Mm. You know, everything has to be measured. Everything, you have to hit the goal. If not, why are you doing it for? You know, you're just another artist on the street and stuff. So, I think a bit about my background. I I used to do uh, be a podcaster. So, um, I used to run my own podcast for like a few years. So, I took a hiatus. Mm. When we started out a few years ago, it was just like um, like a couple of indie producers. But now, mm. and mostly the, the podcast about tech, like Mediacorp has uh, have jumped into the, yeah. into the podcasting world together with a lot of indie um, mm independent producers and we also have like mm. uh, Esquire magazine and mm. other bigger players mm. who are also traditional like traditional publishers yeah. and media people like mm. publishers, traditional broadcasters, traditional production houses, they're all like looking at uh, traditional marketing agencies, they're all looking at podcasts as a as a form of content marketing mm. and a tool to brand themselves. So mm. yeah, it was quite it's quite exciting. I think um I think creatives at work, we have, we started um, this podcast, um, so I mean to like, it's like, um, it's a deep dive, we mm. do, so basically our podcast is a deep dive into the freelancing industry, so yep. we don't just want to interview cool people uh, doing cool jobs, I mean, mm. I mean, there's like, 
so many people. Our angle is that we want to show the whole whole big picture. So we want to show the real, the, the real, real struggle. Yeah, the reality of the reality, the good mm. sides. You know, the like you know, you can have a more flexible time. Mm. And you know, more flexible job arrangements, also the bad side. So people are like, you know, you know, struggling with money and struggling with you yep. know, getting their uh, and careers off the ground. We didn't we don't hide anything. So I mean the people we interviewed, some of them actually like, you know, freelance and then fail and then come back again. Mm. Or start ventures and fail, but they all come back. So it's it's I think we are like putting across a very real story. So it's like real people, real stories. Mm. And everybody's story is very different. Yeah. And then we cover different aspects. So from people who just started out freelancing to people veterans in the, yeah, in the middle and veterans. So I mean talk about things like insurance, which is a very big pressing issue. Yeah. Mm. Uh, government policies because of the uh, this year there are a lot of like new incent incentives and initiatives by the government to help the freelancing industry because it's not the gig economy is so big in Singapore right now. Mm. And yeah, we also talk about the future, like you know, we think talk about uh, exciting technologies like VR, um, blockchain. How is it going to impact freelancing? So for next year, what do you think our audience can expect from our uh, podcast format? Okay, uh, more. Hot-looking guys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can do our podcast from a beach. Okay, so next year we could be looking more yeah. like you know, we will broaden different yeah. types. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and we also probably try different formats as well. Because I think as for someone who watch, if there's any like very uh, lawyer what. Uh, audience who watch for episode one all the way, they realize that we actually change our style a few times. Mm. I think there's something great about doing your own content because you have the yeah. flexibility to change. Uh, yeah. You can respond. You can respond uh, better to feedback because we also, I mean, throughout the whole journey, exactly. we also have a lot of people feedback from our guests or uh, mm. from people watching from or our, even for ourselves. Well. Yeah. So and we are able to act on it. So that's why we can change and we can try new things. And, it, and also talking about um, analytics, which is mm. awesome because yeah. we can like you know look at analytics and then figure out you know use that to apply. The podcast is a great way to like try out if new ideas. Like, sometimes yeah. we are not sure whether we should implement for our clients, but we we decide to try it for ourselves first, yeah. and then so and then the instant feedback, and then the way we can change. Yeah. So it makes it really very exciting and very flexible format. Yeah. But actually, the the reason why I think we started mm. doing a lot of our own content, right, is precisely mm. because of that, right? We mm. we had so many ideas, but uh, clients either weren't in a good position to receive them at yeah. the moment, or you know they they just didn't like it or didn't have the right content or so. So yeah. Um, so I think we all had that little itch. That mm. is there. Mm. Yeah. I think that's all creative people, right? Yeah. You want to create yeah. something, so and you don't want to be constrained. Yeah. And also, it's a good portfolio for us, like because mm. people have rest. So I look at our uh, podcast and mm. then respond to us, like, oh, maybe mm. I want, I want to consider doing a podcast myself, or you know, look, or you know, I want to try this and try that, you yeah. Know, yeah. for my own project. So it's good for us as well. Yeah. 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 I think we also want to actually share our experience, expertise, or you know, for our guests to share their experience and expertise with yeah. the audience. Mm. So I think that should be a good portion of educational content as well. I mean education yeah. more in, I mean not so much mm-hmm. as in like, you know, boring stuff, but really like yeah. life experience, you know, what they have been going through. Yeah. You know, so that everybody, mm. you know, uh, yeah. can appreciate better life yeah. Those yeah. were actually very different formats that we tried out. Yeah. Which is which is yeah, fun and interesting. 
You know what I mean? We would learn a lot of things in between as well. And um, I want to say, I think it's also letting people know what they don't know. It's yeah. also very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apart from the current topics or so. But of course, if you guys think of anything that we should be talking yeah. about or you guys want to hear, you know, some certain guests that you think should mm. be on our show. So. Or you yeah. want to nominate yourself for the show? <laughs> yes, yes. Take with this. Yeah. Globalization is here, lah. You know, you go out anywhere, any other platform, not just creative network, you can find freelancers from anywhere else in the world to compete with you for the same job. Should freelancers in Singapore, particularly because we are the most expensive country in Southeast Asia, I mean, we are the highest rate, should they adjust their rate? No. no. Lower or higher? Lower lah. <laughs> <laughs> I think are really, you know? But I think the price war is never the answer. It's yeah. actually yeah. improving yeah. the quality and you know, always yeah. try to give the value. So that's yeah. why the freelancer need to think yeah. really great. I think there will always be a market. I mean the price there, right? Like you, you're paying a certain amount of price, you will always there will always be a market for it. But it's mm. more than justifying the cost and saying yeah. that hey, you hire me uh, as a Singaporean freelancer, this is what I can bring you. Mm. We have the best internet in the world. Or yeah. uh, top ten mm. that we I can upload files really really mm. quickly for you. Uh, uh, like there's a lot of things that you can point out. Mm. Yeah, I think the price is the the price that you are quoting is not always the most important mm. unless you are drastically off the tangent, right? Mm. Um, as long as you are still within that area, mm. um, value added service that you provide, for example, your how how fast you respond to a request, how accommodative. Um, what is the quality of your work actually plays a part. So what do you think is the single most important trait a freelancer should possess to actually create that kind of value to command that kind of feedback? I, I think accountability. Okay. For me, la, at least for me, right? Um, because you can be just on average in your in your work. But if you if you show to the if you show to your client that you are accountable, you take responsible of your work, you are Proactive, those kind of stuff, right? Um, yeah, that, that's that's something that they look at. Okay. To me, it's solve problems, solve my problems. <laughs> I mean, my problems may not be the one that I've assigned to you, but if you can foresee and solve my other problems, mm-hmm. and we work together as a team, mm-hmm. like I'm not just a vendor, I'm, a, I'm you know we are a team together. Then you know that freelancer will go somewhere, lah. I thought you said soft like S O F T. No, but which I But soft skills, I feel, are are very important. You know, um, as much as as good as you are in you know doing taking a photo, uh, doing a video, the truth of the matter is, that's all technicality. You know, you look at the next one. It's it's a matter of subjectivity. I like your photo, mm-hmm. but actually, you know, especially with the rise of Instagram and the Instagrammers, and um, um, they might not be the best technical photos, but them are like their style. I might pay them more than I go to pay you. Um, and it's also like what Melvin said. So it's about how. What's the, what's the word? Accountability. Accountable you are for it. How invested you are in the work. How passionate you are in the work as well, in the work that you're doing, I think the client must feel that, not only the client, I think the whole team that you're working with has to feel that you are invested in this project. We came across that people mm. used to have a very fixed mindset. Mm. When we came, we came after we graduated, we said this is not what we know. We can't mm. do this, we can't that. And I said, I'm trained as an IT person, so I can't be creative. Yeah. So this is what fixed mindset. If you tell yourself yeah. you have growth mindset, mm. mean, can I be creative? Yeah, sure, mm. why not? I just go and learn something. Because the, all the lessons you want to learn, it's almost in a, it's all out there. Yeah. So basically, it's like 
instead of telling yourself that I'm constrained with whatever that I have, you will think from a perspective where what can I do or what do I need in order for me to, to go to that level. This year we celebrated. We are celebrating. You know, we celebrated, we celebrated our sex year. Yeah. So, mm. we've seen many freelancers. Mm. And to be honest, uh, when if we first meet a freelancer, a new freelancer, within the first five minutes, uh, we will kind of know whether he or she will will be able to freelance for long. Yeah, yep. <laughs> kind of, but that's the vibe. Yep. Oh. So, mm. what's the one key thing that all of us go round table think? Um, I mean, will sustain a freelancer's career. The key things yeah. that, that the freelancers need to have. Yeah. Or rather, what, what are the few key qualities that when we see it in that freelancer, we know that, oh, he's going to make it. Mm. He will be okay, he will be fine. Mm. Yeah. Ability to adapt mm. is very important. Yeah. You must look at the, the, like, what restructuring going on in the media industry. You know, All these like companies that are supposed to be, some of them are supposed to be like the places you retire in, yeah. but mm. now it's like, it's different now. So, mm. you know, you, you can still stay in the, even if you want to stay in the industry, you also need to think like, what, what happens, you know? Yeah. Can I yeah. adapt to, you know, if I can't find a full-time job, can I still stay? Do I want to find different ways to stay in the industry? So mm. do I become like a creative professional or do mm. I want to switch, you know? Mm. So sometimes the choices is not like like you. You have, mm. it's def- defined by the society, the norms yeah. and, the, and the transformation. See, we actually <laughs> wanted to give people a hope to say that, no, you don't yeah, think, yeah. if you, you lock yourself inside a, a yeah. that, no, oh, I'm in that class, that's why I'm gone, I'm done. I'm yeah. done for. So that is not a very positive thing way of yeah. helping. Mm. It's not help, helpful. Mm. We see that a lot of people you know, going through that. And mm. because we have done that, we have, we have tried and what works. So mm. we want to share ourselves, right? Mm. Mm. So in the sense, it's, no, no, it's not going to help by thinking that, oh, I'm already locked into a certain situation I can't change. Mm. What, what can go wrong if you try? Nothing. Mm. You, the worst case can go, you got nothing. The best mm. case, you get something else. Mm. So you want to win something. Mm. So I think that's the mindset thing, right? I think what Raven is mentioning is probably, you know, a certain portion of people whose mindset is so fixed, right? Because, you know, from the day that they start working, you know, to the last day that they are wanted, you know, things has been quite stable. And then suddenly, you know, this digital transformation just take everybody by wave. And then suddenly, everybody is being replaced by robots, right? Yeah. Or cheaper. Yeah, cheaper resources. But in a sense, we are very fortunate right now because of the internet, global, no, Google things, we can, we can learn, we can start to read about research. I mean, mm. There's a lot of research being done about people's mindset and what happens you know, yeah. when they get old. Mm. Even about people before they are there, they, what's the regrets? Mm. First thing we can learn from that is it's like decades of lessons to learn and we compress all those learning into ourselves. We can live like, theoretically a few hundred years because the knowledge <laughs> being compressed to us, that's the way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So we learn from other people and in, in a, instead, in, in that sense, you expand your but that's, a, that's a, I think it translates into when you're speaking to a person, like, like back to your your question, it's the openness and the... Yeah, if they close every door when they talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, not, yeah. you have to not every door, then straight away, yeah. more or less you can tell, this may, may not be able to make it. Because yeah. only, you can only help a person yeah. who is willing to help themselves. Yep. Correct. Yeah, so yeah. you can tell, you know, from where you're speaking to a person, mm-hmm. uh, you say, oh, so why are you here for? Why are you considering mm-hmm. freelance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it, it really seems like it's the end of the world to them. Mm. You know, those, those people won't make it. They won't even try. The dog forced them to do freelance because they need to feed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you, we've, we've tried and we've met a few people, right, where they are in that situation, you know, they, their job is basically obsolete or 
um, they, they will somehow on you know, the situation has put them in a place where um, it's very different from before. And when you try to, okay, I want to help you, mm. hear something. Mm. You know, it's, I, I, I like your capabilities. I, mm. I know that you can do this, but are you willing to try? Mm. You know, we are also helping, going to help you take a bit of liability by being responsible for you, right? Mm. And they should always say no. It's no consideration at all. Say no, it's not what I'm used to. Mm. And you know, this person cannot. Uh, yeah, whereas in uh, another person, they can see this is a great opportunity. And in another person, they say this is uh, something that they are not comfortable, so they just give up. It's basically the fix and the growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's positivity as well. Mm. If you, if, hmm, if they're yeah, willing to try, no matter how bad it is, yeah. I think it's all tied together. Now. It's really all tied together. Like, it's, it's like what he said, um, what until you die. Not meaning to say because you have to, but because you want to. Mm. Like, like if you love your job that much, and you're like, mm. you know what, I'm going to do it, I'm going to try, I'm going to learn. Like, if you mm. really, really love your job that much, you will just keep doing and doing and doing, and no matter what, what are the odds. Because there are times in, in a freelance, freelancer's career where it's super tough, like mm. you get really tough months, mm. then it's the passion that pulls you through. Mm. Not, not necessarily the money. But I feel it's also not so much about... Um, for me, right, there are some people who split very clearly work and personal life and enjoyment. Mm. So I met someone recently who, who said, you will never be happy in work. Don't need to think about it. Okay, work is work, never, but you can find happiness. This is about how you live happiness, have happiness in the rest of your life. But I don't agree with that statement because I feel that these are for the people who work in order to survive. So that's why you never be happy because you never find a situation that allows you to do something that you like. Yeah. It, the situation might be shitty. You know, you have bad clients, you have bad mm. situations, be the raining weather on the bright uh, when it's supposed to be bright and sunny. Um, so you can't do your shoot. Those things will happen. But in the end, it's whether you you found that little spot for yourself that you enjoy what you do. I was reading a report, right, that by 2030. Right, half of the current occupation that we know are going to be replaced by robots, right? Mm. I mean, that, that is a known fact already. I mean, we already mm. see that happening. So I guess that is uh, uh, that is to every opportunity, or, or rather, um, every workers out there faces this issue. Mm. Then I think the next question then is then how do they prepare themselves right, for the next wave mm. of evolutions, lah, right? Given that this is a known fact, at least there's still, th- still some time that they can actually react now how they want to, you know, um, adjust themselves so that they can actually meet this uh, evolution when it arrives. Like. But I think one thing for the creative industries, I don't know, maybe it's the same for the tech industry as well, um, at least, at least till now, right, we hasn't been able to actually say, okay, uh, I mean, don't talk about the admin, normal job with translation and all this, like, but you know, where we are, where creativity is concerned, I think at least it's still something that the robots or the machine cannot take over as yet lah, right? Maybe in the next 10, 20 years, you know. But at least for now, that is still the most important piece, right? The creativity. So I think that is where everybody needs to actually focus, put a bit more energy. Mm. What mm. is the thing that you can create, right? Without the robot being able to do it at this point. I have to say, right, that's one of the, as much as our world is run by analytics right now, this is precisely what it's from by analytics mm. so that robots can do it for us because mm, you yeah. have so much data yeah. 
you you want them to do things that you just don't want to do. Yeah. But that also consequently then in the long run is taking stuff away mm. that you feel only last time a human can do. Mm. But right now uh, a mm. computer can do better. Mm. 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 Even like sports movie. highlights. Yeah. Yeah, there was a I think it was Wimbledon. You also got a robot to do it. Yeah. But it's easy because sports, you know, you, you take the parts where there's yeah. cheer. There's mm. cheer, you can just like plus the AI calculate the cheer. Yeah, plus minus mm. 10 seconds, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What is Make the part you of your job now yeah. that made you happy? Okay. Unpredictability. Yeah. The ability to um, create exciting projects mm. or, or, or create exciting pictures so that we ultimately be working on exciting projects. Yeah, mm. that is the one thing that makes Um, telling stories like every day uh, that's yeah. what I do like uh, you know I, I keep telling uh, my other half that you know you know that you are, you are at a very very good spot in life where like I mean I'm not saying it's gonna happen and so like, mm. if I die tomorrow I have no regrets oh, that's where I am right wow. now like, like I really love what I do and I will continue doing and I mean the more I do the better I get it's okay mm. but I but just, you haven't finished the documentary then <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, in in in, in, in general, in general, uh, like mm. I, I'm I'm in a good spot where I think like what I'm doing is meaningful and mm. I want to keep on doing. Mm. Yeah. So I, that's what makes. But me I think I agree with what he, what he is saying. Where it's not so much about the end journey, uh, the end goal. Mm. It's not what I've done that makes me happy. It's what yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah. That you know the the fact that we are doing what we love. And that we are progressing in what we do is what makes us. And jumping on what what you said, right? It's like there are points, of course, uh, as a creative. There are points where, I, like you know, I look at my product, I'm like, I'm I'm not doing a good job. I'm being very critical to myself. Mm. And then like my other half will tell me, actually, you done this, this, and like, oh yeah, ho. Then I'm so absorbed in the process, mm, yeah. I forgot all my previous achievements. And yeah. there are days where I don't have, basically, I have nothing to do. Like I clear all my work. I just sit at home and say, so what should I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Like really we never call us. We got a lot of things for you. You should call us. Anything for me. <laughs> yes, of course. Send to you now. Yeah. Are you in that spot now? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> we've got a lot of things to do. But I like the fact that I have a lot of things to do. And uh that that it's about being aware that um, I'm not perfect and there are things to improve in mm. but that I want to improve mm. in what I'm, whatever I'm doing mm. so even though um, um, there is a goal the goal isn't super defined there's no set clear path to it but it's every year especially you know what we mentioned in the beginning you know mm. we, we are doing things better than we did last year I think that progress itself is making me very happy because that shows that the, the potential of improving whatever we do mm. yeah. so I I like that part of what I'm doing right now Robin? Mm. the ability to decide what I want to do mm. on a daily basis mm. right rather than the fact that you need to of course there are timelines but um, you can still choose what you want to do first mm. yeah as compared to you know if you're working mm. there are certain priorities that have been, that have been given to you mm. yeah, so you decide for yourself rather than others decide for you the fact that tomorrow is uncertain <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I like that because every day is like a 
クリーンベイクリーンシートというとペインハンドとキッドハッピーハッピー Okay!Raven?I guess I'm still new in the journey so for me it's like I guess there's a difference because I work in corporate for quite a few years like um so it's a change in mindset I forgot that actually quite um actually I do have skills up Mm. I could have just like quit my job and I would still survive I want to build on that right, the yeah. skill I think this is very important <clears throat> right I think um, even you know going forward to everybody um, mm. Actually the skills is really what differentiate us from you know mm. Our friends next door or you know our neighbour next door that kind of thing Everything that y'all have said right kind of apply to me I think um, what really made me excited mm. um, Is really the fact that we are actually pushing the boundary of the future of work, right? Mm. I think um, for the longest period of time, everybody's definition of work, um, you know, is, is 9 to 5, go to work, you know, report to boss, you know. Or even for me, when I graduated, right, is, you know, to, to wear high heels, walk along Raffles Place, you yeah. know, and then wear the power sheet, suit. Right? Yeah, wear power suit every day, black, <laughs> black suit, yeah, black shoe. Yeah, just... <laughs> then now, thinking back, well, it's so childish, right? It's quite so childish thought, but... Um, yeah, but, but you know, I mean, for the longest period of time, everybody um, has been very contented, right? Or take it as it is, like, that's the way that work is, is to be done. But because of the changing mindset, because of the, you know, the technology changes, you know, um, you know, uh, consumers' behavior changes and all this. Everything changed, right? Mm -hmm. And now, you know, it's really the time where we're seeing the future of work is really being defined right now. So I'm quite excited about that. And, you know, that is really something that um, I think as Creative at Works, you know, um, we have been pushing for as well. More recognition to the freelancers too. Yeah. So it's that one skill that you possess that has served you very well, right? Um, and f for now, and will serve you into the future. Well, I think it's the ability to <laughs> I think it's that um, by nature I'm not a very optimistic person but when tough things mm. gets going I think the ability to know that you will survive you just mm. have to bite through, bite, you know, bite through this period mm. you know, yeah. and then you will emerge everything mm. will be over you will be mm. okay in the end Okay, Kyle you want to do first or you want to pass on to Mizzy? Mm. <laughs> Mizzy, Mizzy <laughs> <laughs> Mizzy can multitask. Yeah. Mizzy's a tech person. Mine is not anything that's creative or technical. Mine uh. is something that's very human. Mm. I feel I have a good empathy. I'm mm. ability to I have the ability to understand like both sides. Mm. So I think I can bridge client and creative mm. together. Yeah. I think mm. that's very important as a freelancer. Do mm. this this empathy, this 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 thing, right? Mm. Is it common to your generation? Actually, it's a yes and no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's, I don't think it's restricted by uh, generation. I think it's more restricted by upbringing and the things you see as a person. Mm. So, therefore, mm. I think it really depends on how much you see of the world, mm. then you can get it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Okay, Lindsay, how? I'll try to make it simple, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel like I helped me well is that willingness to admit wrong and stop what we're doing wrong and even change the course, you know, just to accept it. Yeah. Because there's no shame in making mistakes. Yes. This yeah. is what, what yeah. I believe. So, so another thing I noticed is that everybody, no matter which area we are, we need to learn something about sales, you know, the thing. Mm. Salesman mm. is the all-purpose skill. Mm. 
good whether you sell to your kids, sell to your clients, sell to spouse. It's salesmanship. Uh. Yeah. Back to the house storytelling, which is part of it. Mm. Can we get you to do sales? <laughs> uh, if you would you let me try? Yeah, of course! Oh, of course! By all means, please take and go! <laughs> Tomorrow I'll report. <laughs> Melvin, what is that one skill? Uh, people management. Okay. Yeah, so the ability to, to talk my way out. <laughs> and, and able to convince them that, yeah, what I'm saying is correct. <laughs> you want to help us do sales as well? Hypnotize people? No, 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 no. I don't do Houdini kind of escapist. Okay, Yelly. Mine is the ability to talk to people and to communicate efficiently. Mm. Because that has carried me through a lot of industries, through a lot of things that I do. And I realised that uh, talking to a lot of people, that that's actually the trait that not a lot of people have naturally. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I didn't have it naturally also, if you know, but, um, and I'm always, always working on it, but I, the fact that I like working on it, I might not like talking to you at the, that moment, but <laughs> I, like, I like having that ability to very easily switch into that, like, okay, mm. yeah, sure, you can talk, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Raven? I think like, okay, apart from the technical skills itself, I guess it's probably, I actually don't really have this skill in the beginning, but it was trained, I think, I guess it's one thing grateful for my previous jobs. Mm. Uh, I think it comes with systems and process. Mm. Oh, I'm yeah. a very system yes. and process, like, you give me something, I can devise yeah. a system. Yeah, yeah we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> agree. So, yeah, I'm a workflow kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think. We can give you an award for that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe just one last question before we go. I mean, since you know we are towards yeah. the end of the year, yeah, you know, celebrating the festive season. So, what to so yeah, yeah, correct. So, yeah. so what do you hope to achieve? What is your hope for twenty nineteen? Definitely finish the freelancer documentary. Yeah. I hope we find a really, really uh, good uh, uh, subjects to talk about. Mm. And if you are a freelancer and you have a good story, please talk to us. Uh, and type your comment below. Yeah, yeah, type your comment. <laughs> and uh, because you want to we feature yourself. Yeah, we need the representation. Yeah, we need the representation. Especially from Singapore. Yeah. 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 And yeah, tell more good stories. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Penny. Um, uh, I think I guess for the past six years, my um, me or maybe ours, I don't know. Our ethos has always been to um, probably keep a little bit low profile. You know, and then you know we we, we only um, talk about it un until we make it. But I, I felt somehow inside next year is the year. Next year is is <laughs> the year. <laughs> we have to let everybody know, especially you yes. know we have a, a, a big project uh, yeah. for all the filmmakers, independent co uh, content creators out there, uh, which will be launching next year, announcing this year soon. And then also because of the documentary that I thought that you know next year is a year whatever we do we don't yeah. do it quietly anymore. And the podcast. And the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these are the small things that we're doing. I mean, for the client side, Our events. Yeah. yeah, we want to, you know, just make it next year really the, the year that we try to see whether how far you will take us. Then we just fly around. Mm -hmm. But of course, I won't be here for the first for seven weeks <laughs> next year because I'm delivery. I'll be back. Hey, Minzy. Speaking for myself, um, I'm actually I'm looking for a growth in product development in terms of software system or any business system. Mm. So 
be integrate into any business to create a product myself. So for creative and works, eh? Yeah, no? that's part of it is for creative as well. Oh. For example, creative and wanted to build, uh, wanted to expand into different area of yeah. freelancing, you know, yeah. enable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, we have an idea. AI, you know, product design. Mm. You know, these are all the potential things that we can look at, which yeah. I think, you know, I wanted to go into that. Yeah. So doing something beyond what it's currently doing. Yeah. yeah. Produce, yeah. produce. Yeah, yeah. Very timely, very timely. <laughs> Uh, do some of the, the projects that we have been planning. And then um, buy by your Audi. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the goal. Okay, but that aside, um, yeah, just to come up with a few products mm. that mm. will help the creative space, mm. hopefully. And, uh, you know, the, the one that we have been working on, oh, artificial yeah, yeah. intelligence and, and whatnot, right? So, so yeah, I think that, that will be the goal. Uh, for me, it's um, I think this year, uh, uh, unconsciously, I have achieved a lot of things that I said I would achieve, uh, which is good. So, thank you. So um, next year, it's about it was sort of there was no plan to do it, and then it happened, right? Uh, but I think it's about solidifying that um, ability and making it better. Uh, but I think it's very similar to Ross Fanny, where it's we have to start. Full force, mm. yeah. Flying with it, whatever we're doing, mm. um, yeah. And and a couple of focuses that I think I spoke to you about briefly about as well that we discussed. Um, yeah, and and there are a lot of plans in mind, which now I think there's more confidence in making it happen as well. Mm. So very excited for two zero one nine. Remember yourself? Uh, I think one year ago I wouldn't have thought that I would have done so many things this year. Mm. Didn't think I would try training, didn't think I would do events, didn't think mm. I would do a lot of things. So mm. I think this is the year of like discovering myself. Mm. Like, mm. And maybe also I would like to go back to well the creativity side. Mm. I think is is that's one thing I didn't really explore that much this year actually a lot, among a lot of things I mm. explored because I spent so many years doing things that are not creative and I think I kind of as a creative profession I kind of forgot mm. how to be creative because like, mm. you know, like I, I did wanted to be a mm. writer and I did want to be a you know I'm not so much a director now but I did mm. like to write I did like to come up with like you know creative concepts mm. I, I always like the big project kind of like project mm. management kind of thing but mm. I don't know it got lost along the way mm. so maybe that's next year I want to try like going back to storytelling and mm. looking at it again because I'm also people were asking me am I doing my podcast am I going to try different storytelling mm. like well maybe something I'll look into uh. yeah for me I think 2019 definitely is going to be a year to look up for for us, um, I think more exciting things are coming out. Um, I think more importantly, um, we have been hmm. slowly making our way. I think for the last six years, lah. I mean, like what Fanny mentioned, right? Um, for the very good first, um, I would say first five years, we always tell ourselves, you know, don't go about publicizing yourself first or promoting yourself first because, um, you know, we know what happened, right? Whoever goes on the newspaper, actually, within the next few years, don't see anymore. <laughs> so we tell ourselves, no, don't, don't go on the newspaper, don't go on the magazine covers and things like that. So we have been, 
um, you know, fairly quiet, I would say. Um, but mm. I think last year, or rather, I would say this year, 2018, yeah. is really the, the changing year for us, right? Mm. Um, with so many events, with uh, Raven's Help, yeah, yeah, with podcasts, with events, with Yanling, Mingzi, and all this, you know, with the team, <clears throat> in, I, I would say the team right now is in the right place, um, you know, um, in full force as well. So I think 2019 we definitely can achieve more than what we can do in 2018. But of course, most importantly, I think um, what we are very eager to do is um, to push out initiatives that actually help to benefit the freelance community, lah. Right? I think um, we have no. I, I would say we have built a quite strong community, right? We know um, our freelancers fairly well. They know us fairly well as well, right? So I think now we know um, the resources that we are working with. I think. In 2019 is really then how do we actually work together as a community and make people recognize us mm. in that sense mm. right um, <clears throat> so i think yeah that's exciting for us do tune in and subscribe to our itunes youtube spotify everywhere <laughs> everywhere yeah, creatives at work asia yeah and instagram and uh, freelance creative exchange yeah yeah great so merry, merry christmas, christmas.